Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives of varying skill range. I am the hitman of this episode, Andrew. With me, our miss man, Keith. You can miss me with that attitude. Hi. <laughs> and with us, our no man, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was a listener request, so thank you so much to our listener, Corey, who recommended that we play Hitman. More specifically, we played the Hitman Trilogy, which contains both Hitman 1, 2, and 3. Hitman is brought to you by IO Interactive Studios, which, little history lesson here, this is their first time they actually owned the Hitman IP for themselves. They have always worked in the Hitman games, but they've always been under some sort of umbrella from a publisher, from Eidos Montreal to Square Enix, but eventually they bought the rights themselves, so this trilogy was their own doing. And going around, what did you guys think? Is this a gamer pass for you? I'll go. I'll go. Liz, Liz seems to want to want to hear what I have to say. I'm really curious. Yeah. Well, so I, <laughs> one quick question. So I thought this trilogy was like a re, like re release of older ones. Is that not true? Is this just a complete own trilogy? Nope. This is a this is a reboot. Huh. Okay. So technically, Hitman, I think, has been rebooted. I think probably two or three times. Oh, okay. But yeah, this is, like I said, this is them. The, this is the first time IO Interactive has had no publisher. They own the IP now, and this is yeah. So they rebooted. The Interesting. Series. I didn't know that, and that's why it's just called Hitman. Okay. I don't think it actually has anything to do with how I feel about the game. So y- you thanked <laughs> Corey. I, however, did not. I hate stealth <laughs> games. I hate them so much. I don't have the patience. I I don't. I just don't care for it. It's so slow. There's parts where there's excitement, there's tense. I just, I don't like stealth games. I think Hitman does a lot of really cool things in terms of stealth games. And there's a lot of things that I thought were neat about the game as a whole. But I, I, I did what I, I played to play it. Um, and, and I'll leave it at that. So I guess that makes it a pass for me, a very rare pass. Because it's not even a, a game, just not for me. I'm just giving it a pass. I'm, t- I'm turning a new leaf. Okay. <laughs> I think for me, I'm bringing back the personal pass. I haven't used that in a hot minute. And it's weird because I told Andrew because I mean, we've been away, we've moved. I really haven't been playing games. And I've, it's been so long since I've sat in this chair, I feel like. Right? Yeah. And so I was like, give me something good. And I do. There were times where I was liking the game, but... For me, I find stealth difficult, but I still enjoy games. Like there, I've given games to stealth games that we've done. But you add that with the puzzle, which is like the worst game for me. And I liked watching videos, which we'll get into later, but I did watch some walkthroughs and stuff. But for me, like I, I'm going to give it a personal pass, especially because there's a lot of times when I was playing a game where I'm looking at a walkthrough, I'm like, I feel like that wouldn't work in real life. And that's why I didn't attempt it. Like you're just like flipping a coin, and then you stand in a corner where he can see you, like do 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 do, and it's like I'm not, go- I would not go over there. <laughs> so for me, it just like I don't know, it just it wasn't for me. But there are times in the game that I was like, this is actually really cool. So I apologize. I, I realize I didn't describe what Hitman is. It is a third person action stealth puzzle game. I I well I more put the puzzle aspect on it because to me this really is kind of a puzzle game. But uh, for me, this is a game. Uh, I've played quite a bit of the Hitman series. I'm not a diehard fan. I've dabbled in series here and there. I know because for a while it was more of a PlayStation game. And I have a PlayStation. 
but I've beaten Blood Money. I own Absolution, and I've done one other one I can't remember the name of. But I enjoy the Hitman series, and I actually let's watch me. I was playing Absolution today because I was like, I'm curious how this game aged, and it's pretty different. <laughs> the crouching. <laughs> yeah, Hitman Absolution was the last game that was made by uh, when they had the publisher uh, Square Enix, and it's a lot more story driven and kind of linear. When you play this game of Hitman, it is super open and you are just really kind of free to do whatever you want. And I had a lot of fun with this game. It's it's just there's a lot of freedom of choice of what you can do. Like to me, this game honestly is like a desert island game. If you love the Hitman series, like this game is really awesome because there is just so much content Every level, like, even though, yeah, there is an overall story, you could just play every level on its own, and this game is meant to be replayed. You're supposed to play each level dozens of times, because there's just so many different routes you can do, and every time you're beating a level, you're gaining mastery on the level, which gives you more tools to do on the level. It's cool. And then, of course, there's, like, other side games, like, you can create your own contracts, and then there's, like, a sniper, where you're an assassin, where you literally just sit in one spot and snipe people. I had a lot of fun with it. So yes, Hitman is a game for okay. me. Okay, I was I was a little worried. I thought you were leaning towards a pass there. I couldn't quite tell, <laughs> but I'm glad you cleared it up. You know, <laughs> don't have to mock me, Keith. So as I said, there is an overall story with Hitman. This is a reboot. So at first, I got excited because of like, oh, like when doing the intro, you know, you're coming to, you know, the agency where you know they're training you and they're like oh your history's erased i thought it was cool i thought they were trying to do like oh those other hitman games did exist you just kind of lost your memory and that's how we're rebooting it no there actually is a different story they're just ignoring the other hitmen so i wanted to ask if i have this right so we all you, you have this different... right i give you i give you the right <laughs> you are entitled <laughs> you said it that way i know i want no i'm wording is like i want to make sure i have this right if i, I want to make sure right. that i have this upcoming statement correct <laughs> um i played the third keith played the second and you played all of them i i played one i beat one and i got halfway through two okay Okay, because so we all played something different. Yes. Because I did look up the story, and because I I thought it was interesting, and I also like when you're playing the game, you're just like, do I trust this person? And so like I was going back and looking at more details and stuff, and there was just like, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but I I saw something that I was just like, was this known the entire series? I'm gonna say it now. You can delete it, but that um. Yeah, it's revealed in Hitman 2. And yeah, that is a spoiler. So yes, I will delete that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so for me, I just, I I was interested enough that I wanted to delve deeper. And so for me, I just felt like there was this back and forth of like uh, not knowing what was going to happen, which I really liked. Oh, and uh, thank you for reminding me. I forgot to actually mention this little caveat as well. Uh, so as I said, we played the Hitman trilogy. And unlike the other kind of trilogy games we've played, such as Halo or Mass Effect, we just decided to do this game all as one because literally each one of these games plays exactly the same. And There's, I accidentally started playing the third one because I thought I was playing the first. I was very confused. Yeah. The, way that it was the set interface up. isn't great in the and game. And so Keith was like, I'll play the second. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, my bad. Yeah, you don't need to play these. Like, they literally, one is as good as three and they play exactly the same, same interface, different slight gadgets and missions and stuff like that. But yeah, they're, they're essentially the same game. But yeah, the overall story, as I said, you you know you're playing Agent Forty Seven, 
who you know is joining the agency. You have a handler named Diane Burnwood who is essentially giving you the information. She's helping you find these contracts and guiding you through your way. And you're essentially trying to track down the shadow client who is trying to also take down another shadow agency. It's a lot of spy stuff. It's kind of typical. But did you guys find the story interesting at all? No. I I mean, and, and I know that's very, very cliche. Yeah. Very Keith. But also... Did you know there was a story? Yeah. Well, you started on the second I did. And I, and I mean, so I obviously knew that I was coming in late to whatever story there was. But there it was disjointed it like all of the cut seem, seem, scenes seemed to make sense but I am sure it did tie in and I just wasn't making the connection because I didn't care enough but then the missions seemed to have nothing to do with the story that I just watched from what I could tell so it was like here's this I agree with yeah, you it was like here's this them. cut scene about your history your past or this uh, now just go to India and kill a bunch of people I'm like that has not you were just showing me in the mountains and and now I'm it, like none of this makes sense so I really didn't care and yeah he needed to pay for it <laughs> he needed the money to pay for his endeavor. I mean sure but at the same time it was that and then it was also just it felt a little cliche. Like you said, it was like, oh, there's a, you got to track down who your arch nemesis spy is. But, ooh, he's actually. Well, that's a spoiler. Thanks, Keith. Both of I, you guys are killing it with spoilers No, I there. said to delete it before <laughs> I said it. I didn't even honestly get as far as actually meeting the, the ghost guy. I just, at the very <laughs> beginning, they tell you he knows your memories. And so. Well, at the beginning, because it's recapping Hitman 1, because you played Hitman 2. So, yes. Well, you know, spoiler <laughs> or something. All I'm saying is, is that I just didn't think there was anything that I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. It was a gameplay game to me, as as many are, I know. But this one in particular, all I cared about was the gameplay. I will say, though, I feel like 99% of spy stuff is kind of cliche. Yeah. Um, so for me, it, it definitely doesn't, I get what you're saying. I agree. But for me, I, I still enjoyed it. I actually was looking forward to the cutscenes, And I also thought too, that I, I was getting like wrapped. Like, I mean, there was this one particular mission in Hitman three. It was a murder mystery. You go to this like big manor and it's so cool because you're learning about this family and like, you don't have to fully investigate because you're like, you can frame this person. You could have this person commit suicide. You can keep digging and find out the truth. And then, like, it just, like, I, I, it's so hard because I don't know what's a spoiler. But you can also, like, kill people in ironic ways. Like, it just, for me, it just, like, I kept getting into it. And there was, like, in this particular one, there were, like, secret rooms and stuff. And I was, I thought it was really cool. And I wanted to know more about this family. There was one thing about the story, too. I'm curious. So, Liz, you played the third one. The cutscenes were they animated? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, were they was... like a full video? Yeah. Oh, so this is another thing I thought was weird. So in Hitman One, it was fully animated, but when I played Hitman Two, majority of the cutscenes were still images of like and with dialogue. Like I think on. that's what I didn't like. So either. people weren't actually moving. Yeah, and it was weird. I don't know why they did it on Hitman Two. I I think from what I remember, some of them are animated, but they did a good amount where it was just still images and stuff going like that. And I was like, I don't know why they kind of changed really... it. So that's why I was curious if in the third one, because I, I didn't get to the third one. I didn't know if the third one was animated. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I didn't put my finger on that. But now that you say it, yeah, the, I can't think of any that were. And I think that's one of the things that kind of put me off to it, too. It's just, I don't know. It's just 
didn't work. And, and I don't know, I still go back to it. It just didn't feel like it played anything to do with my missions that I was doing. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, Keith. There is sometimes where, like, they're talking about something, and then it's just like, yeah, now you're going to Marrakesh and killing a general. And it's just like, what does this have to do with anything? And then after, like, oh, yeah, that general was part of the group. And it's just <laughs> uh, like, okay. Oh, by the way, he was a bad guy. That's why you did that. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it was like that in the third one. Like, I felt like every mission kind of made sense to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, like... I mean, I'm, well, because don't be confused too, because there's two there's two cutscenes usually. So there's a there's an actual story cutscene, and then they do the intro to your mission, where they're like, "Hey, you know," and they tell you all about the the people you're going after and all of that. So I don't, and, and I I'm not trying to like say, "Oh, Liz, you don't know what you're talking about." I'm just I'm saying like. <laughs> because like I'm Always I'm sorry. legitimately not trying to be mean about it. I just don't know like what's curious like if you're confusing those or those or like thinking of those because like that tells you about the mission but I don't know a mission briefing yeah. video and then you had cinematics no like for for instance like the murder mystery one like I need to talk to this woman who has information that I need based on what's going on but I cannot get to her because I have to pretend to be detective and I can't get to her until I give her something to say yeah but that's like the mission briefing to get her stuff. alone but yeah, yeah, they tell you before, and so, like, I knew going in, like, why I had to be there and stuff. Is yeah, but I'm talking, talking so about? what we're talking about is, like, the cinematics. <laughs> so there's, like, the cinematics, and then there's the mission briefings. The cinematics are, like, here's some background about, like, the the overall bad guy and this, that, and the other, and then it cuts to your mission, and then the mission briefing is, like, here's where you're at, here's what you're doing, and those two oh, things. Don't I thought you were just connect. talking about going to India randomly. I, that's why I well, was talking I was. about how. I, that's when I said. So I'm saying you have. No, a but sim- after that I said, after that I said that I I kind of knew what was going on. Like I didn't have a mission. I was just like, what am I doing? And then you're like, Liz, I think you're confused. And I said, what are you talking oh, about? This is. I'm really this confused. Is I, I think sand all over what? again. I'm really I'm I'm really confused what's going on right now. I think you guys are both on two different pages. I, I think we are too, but the last <laughs> thing I talked about was going off of what you said about India, and then you're like, Liz, I think you have the cutscenes confused, and I was like, I wasn't talking about cutscenes. <laughs> Did I black out? <laughs> no, no, I see what you're saying. I see where you were trying to clarify. So yeah, I was saying that you have the cinematic that tell that's just like an actual story, and then all of a sudden they just which the cinematic takes nowhere in India and then your mission drops you into like India and you get a mission briefing and explains to you why you're there. But those two things didn't connect. That's what I was complaining about. Like the cinematic before the mission briefing. Oh, I didn't have any trouble with well, that. I feel like it was normal in the third one. Maybe, and that's the thing is I only played the second one. I could be wrong. So I can't speak to the third one. I played it over like a week. So, and I didn't finish the third one. And by the way, I don't want to hear like, oh, it's like sh- like only a couple missions or whatever. What is there, like six or something in each one? In no, each? There's, there's probably about 10. Okay. I, I suck at puzzles. I put way more hours in than I needed to. And I still didn't finish. I'm, so. I'm confused <laughs> about this because you guys both keep saying puzzle. Yes. What are the puzzles? <laughs> so, like, I mean... So, okay, this is the way I see it. This game is like a Rubik's Cube. You know what? There's If you want to do a Rubik's Cube properly, you got to master it. You know, you got to learn how to turn and twist the things. Or, if you want to be probably like Keith here, you can peel the stickers off and put all the whites on one side, all the browns <laughs> on the other side, and there you go, you finish the Rubik's Cube. 
that's how I see this game. So yes, a Rubik's cube is a puzzle. There's and there's multiple ways to kind of solve it. Well, I guess technically two ways, but in this game, that's how I see it. You know, you you are given a target, you know, or multiple targets, and you are supposed to assassinate them some way. Do you want to go around killing all the guards? You can. Do you want to go in stealth and try to not get detected? You can. So this is how I describe it as a puzzle game because, and as Liz is saying, like there's multiple ways to assassinate your target. You know, here's a general. Do you want to somehow have him get misfired from like one of his allies? You could set up a way to do that. Do you want to have an explosion go off and kill him? Like, and so that's why I describe this game as a puzzle because you're trying to figure out clever ways to get to okay. your target. All right. No, that's, that's fair. And it's weird because I thought of it as a puzzle game, too, like by myself. And especially with the one that I was talking about, like the murder mystery and you're, you know, collecting clues and stuff. And I also like watching other people play it. It really can get so intricate with how you do things. Yeah, it's really. It's really amazing watching other people play. Yeah, there's like I said, yeah, there's there's so many different ways to do it. And I'm assuming you guys probably didn't play with it but you can also create your own contracts and post them online so you can challenge people you can essentially set up your own mission so you pick obviously the pre-made levels and you can change who your target is you know some random dock worker you can have your starting location set up somewhere differently and you can set rules like oh only use a shotgun or you can only use your fist no weapons you only have these select tools and you can post them online and challenge your friends to these like fun essentially map builders that you're doing and it's just really interesting to do. So I was, yeah, seeing some videos online, like someone was doing the finish, the, the map was called the finish line and the weapon was like, no, the stipulation was like no running. You can't change your gear. Like you can't change your outfit. You can only use like guns and you have no HUD. So the guy literally was going around. Oh yeah. You can't shoot civilians, but you have to kill every single guard. So it was like this really cool video of him just slowly walking methodically, like shooting every guard in like this intricate way. It's just, yeah, the videos you can find on Hitman are a ton of fun to and watch. That, and I, that's something I will wholly agree with. And I think the gameplay is really cool to this. And and I wasn't even trying to argue as far as the, the puzzle thing. I, I was kind of just trying to figure out because I can see that. And why I think watching some of these videos is so cool is it's it's like speedrunners almost. It's I think they're fascinating because they're yeah. people who just – they dedicate hours and hours and have the patience to perfect these things. And I, and I think it's vastly impressive and it's so impressive to watch, but I, I can't do it. And I, and I, and I liked your (laughs) Rubik's cube analogy because I, I did a little bit of both. I would get like half the side of the Rubik's cube done and then I would peel the stickers. So, so, So I would start and I'd be like, all right, but the thing that I struggled with, especially with Hitman and the gameplay, is that I I wanted to be a perfectionist in it. So there's a yeah. there's a two sided coin to it. The auto save in this game is fantastic. It's like constantly yeah. saving, but I was constantly reloading. Someone would be like suspicious of me, like ah, this whole thing's shot. I'm going back. And I did that. I too. would spend. <laughs> well, if they're suspicious, they're easy to oh, get away from. You literally Trust. go around a corner and jump it, in a locker. I, they I'm being about a you. bit dramatic, maybe about the suspicious, and I think it would kind of depend. But it was largely just like a lot of. It was that, and sometimes just being like a. Mm, I don't know. I'm just going to try this and see what happens. If I get away with it, great. If I don't. Well, I'll just reload this and try again. So I like there was there was a lot of tr- intentional trial and error. There was a lot of ah crap, I didn't mean to shoot that guy or you know little things like that. Um, 
So I, I kind of like you, Liz, I spent a lot more time on missions than I probably needed to. I'd have like a 45 minute completion time that took me two hours. Mi- that's two, again, exactly traumatic, what I would do. But... <laughs> Sorry. And that's why, it, that's exactly what I would do. And that's why it would take me so long. It was so frustrating. And I also like manually saved a lot. So I'm like, I just, I actually did exactly what I wanted to. I'm going to save at this point, And then if I mess up, I can go back. And I also too... There is a level in Hitman 3 where you have to discard your gun. It's the only way that I could think of to get in and you have to go through and get frisked. Oops, sorry. You had to go through and get frisked, so I had to get rid of like all my weapons and I was like, crap, I relied on them so much. <laughs> so there was also like, that I felt was really interesting because it kind of forced you to switch up the gameplay. I'm sure there was another way to get in. Oh, there. there's always there's but, always another way. I, I, I for a yeah. second thought you were apologizing for using the word frisked and I was going to ask you why (laughs) (laughs) i bumped the mic yeah uh... and then i also i wanted to point something out uh mostly to andrew because a lot of times when i say that there's a bug in a game he's like "Mm, i think it's user error i actually googled it and there's this particular scene in hitman 3 that a lot of people have had the same issue with the with the bug or different issues but this one in particular was mentioned a couple times on reddit and um i'm <laughs> smirking right now you know what i did it today i looked it up today because it's always <laughs> like yeah it was probably your fault like whatever but there's a scene where because you have to murder this guy hush and so you can go through the way that i don't want to say like the game intends you to but like you play out like it's a little cinematic and you're doing this thing with him and I walked, did this um, walkthrough, and you're supposed to get rid of the assistant. And so I did that, and then so we came back, sat in the chair again. Everything is going to plan, and nothing is happening. So I'm like, what the heck? So I went back to my previous save, did it again, had to wait for him, and it wouldn't work. And so I, I looked it up, and it was a bug. And then so I looked up another one, and this guy literally just walks by, hush, shoots him and runs, and nobody catches him. So I tried that a couple of times, and I finally did it. But it's like I wanted to see like it all play out, you yeah. know? So I was kind of bummed, but I just want to say that there are bugs in this game. And uh, even if someone says it's probably user error, you should go to Reddit because <laughs> it may not you be. You can't, you know, fault me for suggesting it's the user error. Let's, let's be honest. Through, the majority of time is user error. Okay. <laughs> I also wanted to say uh, a funny thing that happened in the game, or I find it funny. So I snuck by this guy a couple times, and then this last time it did not work. So he's like, guard, there's somebody here. So the guard's like, follow me. And so the other guy leaves, and I'm walking behind this guy, and I'm like, wait, this is perfect. (laughs) And so I take him out. But I was just like... I just thought it was really funny that the game decides to go that route where it's like, follow me and turns your back to them. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I love, like, the ways you can kind of kill people. Like, there was one way I was kind of cheesing a little bit. Majority of your targets are being followed by guards. But if you're in disguise, like, they don't care. I would purposefully, like, keep rubbing against the bodyguard so he would trail behind. And then eventually the target would be, like, a decent amount of distance that I'd just run up ahead and kill the target and then quickly ditch him before the guard would get in the room. That reminds me, there was like, I it irritated me and I shouldn't have because this is a video game. But so I was talking to this person, viewing, I was questioning them. This is the murder mystery one. And so this woman like comes up to me and was like, can you not get in my personal space? And I was just like, you came up to me, ma'am. I was, I was so irritated. So then I moved and then she goes and starts trying to get into our conversation. I thought you would have like I punched like, her just to reload. <laughs> like I'll reload this game. I was like, who does she think 
she is. And I was like, Liz, that didn't happen. It was a video game. But so for me, it's just like the the people walking around the eye. It's very unintelligent. And I, a lot of things like that happened. And I was just like, I, I felt like somebody was up on me. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I don't think the AI is the brightest. Um, but I mean, it, it is challenging enough. But at least what I'd love to like, I, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so in terms of the bugs, I, I didn't have a, anything fast that I can that I can point to, but it always was with the AI in their pathing. And like, there's at least once or twice that they would start to like want me to follow them, but I would go ahead of them. They would then just turn around and walk back to their starting point and then not go again. So I'd have to like reload the whole checkpoint and restart that sequence to get them walking. So I ran into that a couple of times, but the AI in this game is it's like two different spectrums. You have the completely artificial unintelligence where they do the dumbest things. And then you have like <laughs> supreme intelligence where they can see you from a mile away around a corner and there's nowhere like I, I just don't know. It, it doesn't really make sense to me. And then you shoot someone out of an ejector seat and everyone just goes, oh, that's kind of weird. And carries on with their day. Oh Nobody <laughs> flinched. Nobody ran to the plane. There's an explosion at the top of the building as this man rockets out of it. And everyone just goes, okay, well, I got to screw this screwdriver in over here and uh, can take my break now. Like, what? Wait, was this a training? Because I did that yeah, too. Yeah, it was a training. Okay. Training. But no, I agree. There's multiple times where you're killing people in really outlandish ways and people are just kind of like, oh, that, that's the kind of thing Although, that happened. did you catch the, the, the comment in the, in the training where she mentions that they're all actors? And she goes, well, I hope yeah. you gave him a, a seatbelt or something like that. Well, like, whoops. <laughs> I just murdered a guy for well, real. And he did nothing wrong. It's funny you say that because in the first training, when you're infiltrating a boat, you like it's a the, the very step by step training where they're like go to this area pick up this thing do this thing. There's one point where you pick up a hammer and she says throw the hammer at that guy. If you notice, the guy already has multiple bandages wrapped around his head <laughs> with like bloody marks, so he clearly was an actor that has been like hit on the head multiple times. I didn't notice. Oh, uh, I noticed that. I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, this poor guy. You think they'd switch him off or something? Let someone else take a hammer to the head. Why didn't he quit? <laughs> That's what he I want to know. Well. After the second one, I'd be like, I'm Spy done. Spy agency. Maybe, yeah, maybe they just pay really well. But yeah, I, I but, would think that's a good point, though, Andrew, is that there's like some really comical and I think intentionally comical things about this game that it it's sort of a weird dynamic to it, but it's also entertaining at the same time. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, the ways you can kill people are pretty goofy. Cause like some I know, are awful. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But some of them are also just like really funny. Like you know, someone's skydiving and you you know ruin their parachute and you get to see him essentially commit suicide jumping off a building. But yeah, there's like one I had of a, where you're trying to assassinate a general and the way I found of doing it, there's these two guards that are you know trash talking him. So I turn on the intercom that's right behind him, which angers the general. And of course he goes up and confronts the guys, but he luckily is right underneath the toilet. So you kick a toilet and uh, hit him in the head. And he becomes a real potty mouth. Oh, I saw a video nice. of someone going through a grape crusher. Is that what they're called? Yep. Well, uh, wine that press. That was horrible. Yeah, wine press. That's the one I'm looking for. That was awful to see. Did you like for me? Like I would save that for the worst of the worst. 
You know what I mean? Like that woman didn't look like a human trafficker. I don't know what she was, but I don't know. Did they, is that Hitman One Two? Uh, I saw a YouTube video, but I think it's two. Yeah, I just it's definitely like, not one. I saw that and I was just like, I would save that for somebody who really, really deserved it. <laughs> would you remind me about the Wine Crusher? I was actually surprised this game really isn't gory, which is also pretty I nice. I thought that was pretty gory. That's probably the worst. Because like you well, really do see it. And so that's that's why for me, I'm just like, what did the woman do in Hitman 2 to deserve? Not saying anybody deserves <laughs> that. I'm not saying I would actually do it, even if someone was truly evil. It was a joke. But I'm... I was just like, what? Who was that woman? I I wish I had looked it up. I guess now there is actually some pretty gory deaths. I think about it because then I was thinking about like, oh wait, actually I did shove a guy into a cocaine packing machine and he came out in little cubes. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, but it's not like you don't see the process happening. You literally see a guy go in one end and a cube come out the other end. I killed someone who said who shouted like, I have a family, but I thought I had to kill him and it turns out I didn't and then I felt so bad that I re- that I that I went back to my last load. <laughs> I, felt I can't make orphans. <laughs> yeah, well I fixed it. Well, and on that note too, there was a I don't know yeah, you would have done this one, I think, Andrew, in Hitman too. The the woman at the like build site. I don't know if you, you had her um if you took her out with the like uh, cement mixer like you had her fall into the pit with a cement mixer i literally just stood behind her in the middle of everyone and turned that thing on and murdered her and walked away and no one was like hey bud you you kind of just murdered her they were like uh he's wearing the right outfit i guess he just screwed up take take 15 that's a that's a real hard day bud you weren't you weren't a break oh Oh, yeah. Like, some of them, when you kill people, like, clearly they, they obviously set it up because it's like, hey, you did the thing. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be, like, an easy kill. There you go. Because there was another one where I poisoned a guy uh, with rat poison, which just makes someone throw up. But you're on, like, an open area <gasps> along a dock, and he has a guard. And the dock is literally, like, a foot deep. Like, it's it's a foot drop to water. And I literally push him into it. And it kills him. And it's just like, how did this kill the guy? He just fell into water that's like right on the shoreline. But it's like, whatever. And his guard is literally standing two feet away from me, but doesn't even like look around as a guy screaming into the water. And it's just like, all right, that works. Yeah, that's the, but, that's the AI I can't figure out. <laughs> but the thing that I really enjoyed about the gameplay is... Like, so when I first got into this game, I'm like, oh, this could be overwhelming. Like a lot of these missions, I'm going to be spending like two, three hours just wandering, just trying to figure out what to do. Because as you're wandering, you know, a lot of people are talking, having conversations, which gives you clues as to how you're supposed to like kind of find creative ways to kill people. But then eventually I figured out that if you actually press, you know, the back button, it has a category called mission stories and it actually will give you icons telling you how to do a thing. So it's like, oh, you know, if you want to kill a target by... You know, pushing him off a building, you activate it and like it literally tells you like, get this disguise. It's over in this area. So you get that disguise. Next step, go to this area and grab this tool. And it made the game just so much more enjoyable because I, when a game is so sandboxy, I generally get so lost in my own devices that I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And I just get lost and bored. So I love that this game had the option of giving me a bit of a breadcrumb trail. It, did, it doesn't give you all the options. It gives you like eight. But of course, each level has like, honestly, like 30. There's a ton of different ways of just basically shooting a guy in the head with a pistol, using a fiber wire, or one of the many creative ways of doing it. Like, there's just numerous routes you can do. And so I love that the game held your hand a little bit, but not too I much. think it was like the second or like, yeah, probably like the third or fourth mission where I figured that out. 
And yeah, boy, oh boy, was that a game changer as far as like trying to figure out what I was doing. Cause yeah, I would, I would go and I would look at the challenges and be like, that doesn't tell me much of anything. I couldn't really figure it out. But I like that, as you said, it gives you like, Hey, here's some bare minimum options. And, and they're not just railroaded into one straight option. The first time you have to, to run the mission, you pick it. Uh, freely from there but then as you said you can go around you can listen to these little dialogues and find other ways to do it and I thought that was a a, like a cool aspect to it I also like that the map had like little search icons so there were times where I was just like I'm missing something so I'd look at that yeah but one thing I want to bring up real quick that I hated did you guys have trouble finding the exits when you were trying to get out of a situation no (laughs) when like at the end they're they're posted right on your screen no, but there was one that, like, the one that I'm thinking of, you're underground, and so you need to get to an exit, and there's so many guards, and it's super long. But so for me, there are some levels like that where you're just like, holy crap, just get me to an exit. There was <laughs> one where I struggled a bit, but when I, I think, maybe five minutes tops, I had already found where I needed to be. Okay, well, it wasn't too bad, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember having too much of an issue with that part. At least, how many times did you guys say "screw this" and just start shooting everybody? Uh, <laughs> no, I was like Keith. I mean, I don't know if Keith, you switched it, but for me, I was. There were some times where I, I killed like the guards, but besides that, I was really trying not to. Yeah, I really went out of my way not to kill any non-targets, and that was actually one of my constant like load and reload like oh crap i accidentally didn't or like i didn't realize i had the screwdriver in my hand and i didn't have it concealed so i knifed it or you know put it to the neck instead instead of just choking (laughs) him out so you said screw this guy uh, except i went ah screw this now i need to redo this um so i i generally tried not to kill any non-targets but there was at least one mission where I just, for the target, I outright just in the middle of a crowd just said, you know what? I'm done with this. I, I was sick and tired of her walking back and forth. I pulled out the pistol, shot her, and I booked it. <laughs> there, was, there was only one time I did. I was the same way. I try to be as methodical because like, I wanted to be like you know professional hitman. So yeah, I would only knock out non-target people. Even though majority of the time the guards are just as evil, you're dealing with cartel people or stuff like that. But on Hitman Two, it's like the first level with the beach house. I, you know, because at first it starts off with there's nobody there. You're just wandering around, gathering stuff, gathering intel. But then it's filled with a bunch of people, and like right away I got caught and I said, you know what, screw this, and I just started shooting everyone. And I was like, oh okay. I was like, I was tempted to reload the game, but then I saw on the beach is littered with. Tons of more guards. And I said, yep, screw it. I'm just going to keep shooting everyone. So that was the only mission I really just said, eh, whatever. Was that, was that the, the first everyone. one on, the, on Hitman 2? Yeah. That was the one. <laughs> and that's the other thing, too. I was like, oh, this will be easy. That was the one I was, I think I was talking to you when I was playing it the first time. And yeah, I was like sneaking up in the bushes. I was disguised as one of the guards and just like trying to wait it out. And then someone walked up behind me. And he's like, hey, what are you doing here? So I just ran and I <laughs> like blew up a truck. And then everyone shot me, and I died. <laughs> yeah, at, at the beginning of the tutorial, I think I told Andrew this. I um, I couldn't figure out how to not crouch. Like hearing you, like that you were sneaking like around. I was sneaking around. People were like, 
like making fun of me. They thought I was what like, what is this weirdo doing? And yeah, so I was like, I mean, I think like if I pressed like start or something, like there was like the controller thing probably showed me. Yeah. But I was like hitting everybody. And I think I, it's funny. And then I, I looked it up and I Googled and I, I felt like an idiot. But I was like sneaking around for the longest time because I was like, well, I guess I'm down here for a while. I do think it's funny. I feel like most of the time it's like, man, I don't know how to do this button. You were like, how do I undo this button? <laughs> But I, I do like, yeah, anytime you mantle over, like, climbing into a window, your character defaults to crouching, which that's is actually why really convenient. Stuck. And that's, yeah, <laughs> so you just stop crouching. And then I, I looked it up, and I, like I said, I probably could have found it on my, like, start or whatever, but... That's, sorry, I thought of that because Keith was talking about crouching. Well, just a, another funny anecdote about the AI in this game, and one of the things that I think is funny is when I did that, that area properly, and I took out the truck, or I blew up the truck without anyone noticing... Every guard on the beach comes running to it, and I'm just casually walking away from it, and nobody stops and goes, hey, that's kind of weird that that guy's walking away from the explosion as we all sprint towards it to see what's happening. They just carry on. Again, rough day out there, bud. He's on his yeah, break. he's on his break. Rough, he's on his break. rough day. You just said there was a big explosion. Take your 15. Wait. You gotta go to the bathroom. You gotta go to the bathroom. You, this is the perfect time Guys, to poop. Everyone's away. Go check that explosion. I, I just gotta pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> Ignore the noises from this bush over here. <laughs> uh, but I think that's like the game because of that also has some really unintentionally funny moments. Like I think the ragdoll effects of this game are hilarious. Oh, they're so ridiculous. But I love it. Like it, I mean, this game definitely goes. It, it's it's serious but doesn't take itself too seriously because even too there's like outfits you can get to like start a mission i know like on the finish line level where you're you're at a racing event you essentially one of the missions is to take over the pink flamingo and assassinate people as a pink flamingo so this game is just meant to be like just funny but that's one thing i absolutely love too about hitman i think the level designs are really cool like each one you know is pretty unique you they've also vary too some you get like Oh, you're just in like this one big mansion. But other times you're like, hey, you're in a, a small town and there's like a huge area that you kind of have to cover. And, you know, some of the targets are in different areas of it. But I love the map designs and the locales themselves, I thought were quite gorgeous and actually felt for the most part, pretty like livable, like like real locations. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. I, I thought the graphics were actually really good. There wasn't a lot of. I don't know. I didn't feel like I was seeing just constantly the same AI models in terms of like the like just non-combatant AI, just people walking around the city. It wasn't like, oh man, I've seen that person 25 times. I yeah. think I ran into another guy dressed as a tailor on the episode in India, which were like part of my mission. I had to take out a tailor and dress up as him, but that was like the most I think I can really think of where I was like, that's a exact same character model as I've already seen just about everything else. At least they did a good job blending them. And then the cities yeah. and scapes looked good. I will say, uh, I don't know for every forever ago I visited China and it was actually the city that was in there. I don't want to butcher the name, but I think it was like Chongqing. I don't, I don't think it was the same city that I visited and I very clearly remember it from my four days there. So I uh, I don't know if it was real to life is all I'm saying. Oh, so you're like, hey, I know the street. I know if I take a left here, I'll be down. This I did. Alley. I was. I I I actually <laughs> took everyone out in four minutes. It was impressive because I just I, I knew it like my own city really. Wait, why did you go to China? I I it was visiting human trafficking. Yeah, 
obviously. I mean, that's why you go to China. No, it was my ex had family there who was work who was like working there. So we got to visit them. It was so took the opportunity when he had it. That's really yeah. cool. It's actually not a not yeah, a, not a not a bad country, actually. I mean, the government's not great, but the the government the country's actually kinda cool. <laughs> yeah, what do you say? I the, the well, government not not so careful, great. Careful, Keith, you're gonna get us canceled. No, no, because the city it's actually a beautiful country on the countryside. Just a fun fact about it. Hitman three, I thought was gorgeous. The AI, I thought like everyone looked really unique and it actually like looked like the characters like matched the voices and so I actually I really liked it. But yeah, I think I said earlier that I walked in when Andrew was playing the first one and his crouching just looked so awkward. <laughs> so they definitely improved upon that. But yeah, I, I have no complaints about Hitman three. I think it's funny in Hitman One. I feel like it's kind of a running gag. Like literally the entire game, everyone keeps talking about how handsome your character is. Because like on the second, it's either the first, I think it's the second mission. It's called Showstopper. You go to a fashion show and there's the most gorgeous man in the world named Helmut. And he looks exactly like you just with, you know, like white makeup. And so it's obviously like one of the things where you can do where you can knock the guy out and become him. But there's multiple times where they reference that model throughout, like, the uh, Hitman 1. And so it's just kind of funny where people are like, oh, your cheekbones are so good looking. So is your character, is 47 a bad guy? I mean, get rid of the fact that he's a Hitman. Because, I mean, I'm assuming that there's Hitmen who only take out bad people. I don't know if that's true. They take out whoever they get paid to. So he is bad. Because, like, for me, like they, I feel like they usually try to make, like bald villains attractive he's he's a blank slate like he literally has no emotion no remorse no sympathy empathy he's just a complete blank of a character but i just like that the the bald people are always villains though like you look at like lex Luthor, you look at the guy from daredevil like when's the last time that you had somebody saving the world who was bald bald superman can you think of anybody (laughs) it's just weird i i feel like i've seen so many bald villains but it's just like vision what He's a robot, though. An he's bald. <laughs> but he can't physically grow he's hair. He's bald. Um, Professor Xavier from the X-Men. Okay. There's two. Oh, that's true. Ha-ha. Oh, my. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's true. Got one. Yes. Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the hairiest. <laughs> but yeah, well, speaking of which, I, which I think it's funny that you bring that up, too. Your character is not like like an average looking guy. Like that's also what I think is funny when you take someone's disguise, you are very striking. The barcode in the back? The barcode, (laughs) the very chiseled face. Like you're tall, you're well-built. You're toned too. You have a very monotone too. When they're like, hey, you're that eccentric bartender. You're like, yes, I am here to make drinks. And it's like, nobody questions. Like, wait a second. Well, so why are agents in TV they're, I mean, they're always attractive I wonder if secret agents and spies and assassins and stuff I, in real life I wonder if they're supposed to look average like if you work for the government yeah they don't be want, a fat slob because you'll be forgettable they don't want anybody who's like striking I wonder if that's a thing oh I'm sure because yeah like no bright clothes always wear like a very generic stuff because yeah. I like watching I, I forget like like people from the FBI and CIA like former people uh, f- people who have like formerly worked there will do like videos about like how like somebody would actually act in a situation like compared to alias or something and they'll say like this is what a real agent would do yeah so and I find of, stuff like that really interesting so any of our uh, spy listeners out there please write in and tell us what do you have you to look like you never know what's your spy secrets 
please. <laughs> I seriously, because like I, I've said before, like I've always wanted to, to be a detective, and I would be terrible at it and stuff. But I feel like I could never do anything like as like a secret agent because I blush really bad <laughs> when I'm uncomfortable. You'd be the or easiest person to interrogate. I can't keep a secret. Like, oh no, I can keep secrets, but like I just like you could just, like a bad guy would look at me and I would just immediately like go be red. <laughs> Just thinking about that, I'm like, I could never do it. Uh, but uh, overall, though, for uh, you know, smooth transition here. What about uh, audio? Any uh, thing strike up for you? I thought the voice acting. Was I love the voice acting, and I also thought like the the noises and and the music and stuff. Like, I thought it all worked. Like the transitional fine. stuff. It, yeah, it worked. Yeah, there there wasn't anything like, ooh, this is a great soundtrack. But the sound effects, the gunshots were good. Like, you know, the the. But I think the voice acting was. Good. I, I I like 47's very stoic monotone. You know, even though it's I feel like it's not really good for being in disguise and incognito, but I at least like it. Like it fits his face and his personality. I will say I think that in the third one, I think it was China that I was in and everybody spoke English walking around the streets. <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, I, I I get why they did it, but it was just like I immediately was just like, why are they speaking English? <laughs> Maybe your character speaks Mandarin. But you could have like subtitles it. or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I don't know. I feel like it, well, it, it would be weird maybe, but all, unless, I don't know, I guess your your story missions could still be people speaking English or something, but that's that's how oh. you know that there's something going on. Like, hey, those people are speaking English. I should go listen to what they're saying. I can understand them. But you are a super agent, to Andrew's point, so you're probably trained, and it's just, you know, giving you the, the English version. But I wanted to go back real quick on gameplay, because I forgot to actually mention this. I'm assuming neither of you guys played the sniper assassin mode? No, I did <sighs> not. See, it was actually a lot of fun. Unfortunately, there's only one level. You have to pay for the other ones, which is kind of unfortunate. But for the one level that you had, it was actually a lot of fun. Like I said, you literally are stationary. You're just a crosshair. You have three different types of bullets. And yeah, the mission was to assassinate these three targets and then all the guards. And so you're still kind of doing the same thing where you want to shoot people just in the right way, where maybe their body falls off a cliff and they won't get discovered. And it was like this whole wedding event that's playing out. So you can wait for like the wedding to end or maybe it's during the reception or maybe something with the band. You know, you could shoot like a statue down to crush somebody. It was a fun, like interactive kind of mini game, but I highly recommend if you haven't checked it out to at least check out the assassin game mode. I thought that was fun. Again, so mean on a wedding day. They're you know? criminals. You're shooting bank robbers. Yeah, but they have like little ring bearers and stuff. Well, you're not shooting the ring bearers. No, but not ring bearers. <laughs> I don't know why you called? said. No, Rob ring bearers. What's, the, what's it called when the kid? <laughs> yeah, it would be a ring bearer. Carries the ring. Yeah, oh. ring bearer. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I th- you looked at me like I thought I said the wrong word. No, but they're gonna be traumatized for the rest of their lives. But there's no, there's no children. I will say that there's oh, okay. literally no children in this game. Though, okay, I think about then it. shoot at a wedding. Shoot away, then have at them. As long as the kids aren't I, there. I did do that actually. I was so like I once I kind of got to a point through Hitman Two where I was like, I don't think I can I can put myself through more of this. It's like I want to try out the rest of it. That's when I went back and did the prologue partly for achievements. So uh, early early transition there, and then also. Um, I did try the, the sniper mode cause you said it was fun. I am so hot garbage at it. It was, I, <laughs> I got, I got all the, like I got all the targets. Um, two of them were just running away when I got them and man, just, I was sitting there just 
taken shots at running guards and I missed. Oh, I, I wish it, I wish it gave me a, an accuracy percentage cause it had to have been less than 10%. <laughs> That's impressive. It, oh, it, it, it was uh, so bad. But yeah, since you brought up the achievements, though, uh, I 100% do not recommend this for Achievement Hunters. This game, I think, has, I think, over 1,500 gamer score because it is spanning over three Hitman games. But the game does a good job trickling you some achievements because every time you complete a mission, you get an achievement. But there's also achievements to, like, max out each level. And like I said, each level you can put close to, I would say, a good 10 hours in each level. Because you're supposed to play multiple times, different routes, and to get a perfect score on each level, have it fully mastered, that's going to take some work. Yeah, Andrew, you got uh, 260 gamer score. You got 16 out of 83 achievements. And yeah, the total score for the um, gamer score is 1540. Um, Keith and I tied 140 gamer score, but Keith got one more achievement than I did. So good on ya. But, uh, one thing I think that is also good for the uh, Hitman trilogy, though, is this is a solid cloud game. Uh, since it's a stealth game, you don't need crazy input. And as he said, the autosave is great. So I there's a couple times I booted this up, which, yeah, I actually probably would maybe recommend this as a cloud game because this game was, I think, like 58 gigs for a download since it's three Hitman games. So it's it's a hefty download. But on uh, cloud, it's a lot quicker. And uh, yeah, I think it works really well. I would. I think the only reason I would shy away from it on cloud is that while for the most part it plays like just about anything plays awesome on cloud, you get that little bit of like screen overlay, and I I don't know. There's just enough of a jitter that I feel like I would mistakenly screw up a lot of missions that I didn't mean to screw up. I, I guess with my playstyle, I wasn't shooting a lot of people. Maybe. So if you're if you're a shooter, yeah, it might cause a little bit of an issue. But for me, no, I I didn't. I was mostly stealth and just kind of moving through. I suppose. But let's get into our final thoughts here. So as for me, as I said, this is a game. Uh, I thought the Hitman trilogy was a, a lot of fun. I, I do like that they kind of steered the series away, that this actually felt like a really nice reboot. I thought its story was interesting enough, but yeah, it's a typical spy thing. You know, people backstabbing and there's, you know, conspiracies and betrayals, you know, typical spy stuff. But it was fun, though. The least voice acting kept me engaged. I enjoyed Agent 47 and the handler, uh, Miss Burnwood. It's just the gameplay, though, is where it's at. It is a fun puzzle game. Like I said, if you got stuck on a desert island with one game, I wouldn't hate having Hitman. There is just a ton to do here. It is just a big kind of sandboxy game where you can just really have fun and just screw around with. And it's completely apparent. Like I said, like we said before, go to YouTube and look at some of the videos. They're hilarious. But uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out Hitman before, definitely check it out. If you have had it and you haven't been a Hitman fan... This probably won't sway you because it is still a stealth theme. But for me, this is easily in 89. Dang. I So I think this is just going to be one of those weird ones because I kind of already prefaced it at the beginning of it. And I think, I, I don't know. I don't really think I said much bad about Hitman throughout any of this. I mean, other than, like, I just don't personally like stealth games. And I, I'm just don't have the time or the patience to want to like play a level over and over and over again which seems weird because i know i play roguelikes over and yeah and that's literally but they're but they're but the difference is roguelike is you jump in hack and slash die repeat 20 minutes sometimes you might have one that runs an hour like if you have a really in-depth type of those games and i just 
I like that. Whereas in this, I just, I don't know, I did a lot of like walking, stopping and listening. And it all fits with the, the gameplay. It's just not for me. But that said, there's a lot of just really cool things about this for a stealth game. Uh, you know, all of the sandbox things that we talked about. And as much as I actually don't like this game as a personal pick, I think you make a great point, Andrew. And even I would say for myself, if you put me on a desert island with all the time in the world to play Hitman for hours and hours and hours, I think I actually would. Because I could then appreciate it for that like kind of relaxing gameplay. Um, yeah. So it's still a personal pass as a whole, but I will say if you want to try to get into a stealth game, I think I would try this one. So I will give you that, or we'll give it that as for, for everything. All in all, I feel I feel like I can't give it less than an 80 because I just don't have anything bad to say about it. So I'm going to go with an 81. See, I was really struggling with the score. I'm going to give it an 83. I was originally thinking 80, but I think I liked it more than Keith. Not that I know how you feel, but just from, <laughs> you know, the way that you were talking about it, I think I like it a little bit more than you and less than Andrew. And I also, like, I you were talking and I was like, do you know what? I didn't really say much bad about it either. I think just for me, it's this is a game that I don't usually play and it's really hard to score. And um, so there's little things that, you know, like I wish there was like a bit more story and things like that. Uh, being nitpicky. But I think 83 is a nice score. So I'm going to stick with that. And looking at Metacritic, um, for Hitman 1, 2, and 3, all the scores for critics and users, it was um, average all in the 80s. Hmm. So, um, for instance, Hitman 3 was 87 for critics, 8.3 for users. So it was all between 80 and 87. So. Pretty awesome. Alrighty. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this episode. So thank you all so much for joining us. If you have any game recommendations, please, we would love to hear it. Or if you just want to say hi, we love when we hear from our listeners. You can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com or at Twitter at GBGBpod or Facebook GBGBpod. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0195.2. I've been Keith and stealth on out of here. And I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, come on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, Noob is EW. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, Bye. guys.